Welcome to Stress Management, a distress call to de-stress, part two. Well, this episode, second half of the last episode, is a distress call to de-stress because I really need help lately. Like I said, serious help. H-E-L-P-S-O-S on empowering myself to de-stress. So, yep, this is my SOS call to de-stress, y'all. Hey, it rhymed a second time. Yes, I had to do it again, my friend. Don't stress about it. Jeez. I don't want to work today. Maybe I just want to stay. Just take it easy because there's no stress. I know it's not enough in crime. Something special in my mind. Nothing's going to cause me distress. And it's time for another unbuckled bumpy ride with your guide, the Stark Raving Lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Man. I don't have time to relax now. I'm too busy. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But I can't sleep. My life feels like every day my stress has me just popping up, waking up screaming. And, and I realize I haven't even fallen asleep yet. Oh my God, oh my God. Like, here we go again. Here's to another day of outward smiles and inward screams. Oh my God. Like, you know, I try to take things just one day at a time, but it feels like sometimes several days all attack me all at once. Oh my God, oh my God. Like I miss, I miss feeling mature like when I was younger. Like when my fondest childhood memory was not having to spend 40 hours a week with people who really make me angry and tired just so I can afford to buy toilet paper and bottled water. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I mean, it's starting to seem like, like I stress about stress before there is any stress to stress about. Distress is becoming my mistress. And I'm not sure, not 100% so, if who I'm being the most unfaithful to is my wife or to me in my own life. O-M-G. But if I'm looking to improve my stress levels, ironically, isn't this something that can end up being stressful in itself? O-M-G. Knowing if we have a problem, say with stress, is of course a first step towards resolving it, but it also means that you now know you have a problem. And problems tend to be what we stress about. So now, do we get stressed about having stress? Hmm? This sounds like we may have one long and winding road stretched out in front before we find our answer to stress. 
Maybe so. But maybe no. Oh, my God. I had a beautiful talk with someone that I respect very much who's going through some stress crap in life right now. And they know that I am as well. But they asked, or actually they kind of more stated, I wish I knew why this made me feel this way. And well, you know what I said, having heard them say that. Is why really the important answer that you need to find? Is that true? Or is what can I do to change this really the answer that you want? I mean, is knowing why going to automagically give the answer to knowing how not to? And what if you never even learn your elusive why? Every stone gets overturned, every old tape reviewed and rebuked, and yet, and yet the same old thing keeps same old happening. So, so let yourself let go of the somewhere over that rainbow-ish why tell me why can't I approach? And, and if you think nothing can change without first finding out why, ask yourself, is it true? Is it true that I must know why to give a solution a try? Remember that why, W-H-Y, can be an acronym for what hinders you. If you must know your why before giving a solution a try. Yeah, I know you heard me say it before and I'll say it again till I'm blue in the face, cold and dead in the end, but we can spend our whole lives searching the whys and if we never find them, then we spent our whole lives chasing the cause instead of creating the effect. I'll say that again. We can spend our whole lives searching for the whys and if we never find them, we spent our whole lives chasing the cause instead of creating the effect that we wanted, the outcome that we wanted, the one that sent us looking for the why in the first place, why we're stressed, why we self-perpetuate stress, why we create the crazy ourselves sometimes, becoming drama mamas and drama dudes. Well, until then, I don't know about you, but I'll bet that I'll think and see clearer to seek answers if I am effectively dealing with the stress. So here, herein are some stress-busting solution suggestions to de-stress until your distress becomes your eustress. Yeah, we referenced eustress in our last hot mess of a podcast. Did you look it up yet? All right, so follow up. For those who aren't familiar with the term eustress, spelled E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. No, it's not some Horton here's a who stress. It's defined as moderate or normal psychological stress interpreted, hang on to that word, interpreted as being beneficial for the experiencer. Remember, we said in the last show that the key word here is interpreted. You are your own interpreter for recognizing stress as you stress. Anyways, back to the badass stress busters here to help you. Stress less, help you stress less and make the most of you stress. Listen, last week we discussed the power of the pun. Yeah, I'm going there again. And I provided a plethora of powerful puns, and it was on purpose leading up to this. Why, you ask? Why, you ask? Damn it, quit asking why already. No, I'm kidding. All right, it's okay here. Because here, it's not an attempt at an attitude or an activity avoidance. Like, you know, when we procrastinate those plain truth talks we need to have with ourselves, the ones just to adopt new behaviors, to get de-stressed and start utilizing our eustress? Okay, so why the puns again? Remember, literary experts who praise the pun appreciate its value because, and I quote, 
Puns by their very nature and intent point to the essence of all true wit, the ability to hold in the mind two different ideas about the same thing at the same time. I'll say that again. Puns by their very nature and intent point to the essence of all true wit by requiring the ability to hold in the mind two different ideas about the same thing at the same time. So, what does this have to do with our distress SOS to deal with distressing us? Well, in part one, we pointed out that stress solution essentially requisites that our greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another, to choose to ask better, braver questions, and breathe while we pay attention to and for the answers. Our greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. To do that at all, first, we have to be able to entertain that there is one thought, one perception, one perspective or possibility that's possibly worthy of being chosen over the other. Well, that makes sense. And to do that, we must be able to, in one statement, be able to simultaneously reference that one has significance about it at a different perspective at a single time. Puns by their very nature and intent point to the ability to hold in the mind two different ideas about the same thing at the same time. Now, other than the cheerful chuckle you may enjoy from a good pun, no, I'm not asserting here that even the greatest pun in history is the universal solution to de-stress from distress. Though, you gotta admit that the quote, denial ain't just a river in Egypt, has both a pun and a perspective, may undo a damn lot of distress, thank you, Mr. Mark Twain. No, it's about the power and practice of holding two different thoughts and perspectives simultaneously on the same subject. And in order to do that, you have to be able, when one or the other seems to be strangling out all sane and sentient perspective, when one way of seeing something spirals us into our distress, we do have our instant pudding microwave on demand in the palm of the hand turnkey alternative. And it is this to ask, is it true? Is it true that, and again, you get to fill in that blank and get good at it, and open up to the alternative that there may be an alternative, one that you do have the ability to appreciate and the power to pursue without having to have your why in front of your very eyes before you're willing to even try. A woman named Natalie Goldberg once said that stress is an ignorant state. It believes that everything is an emergency. Well, let's reflect and refocus to remember that our eustress is good. Healthy, empowering stress. It's our distress that we need to de-stress. So eliminating all stress, honestly, is like eliminating gravity. We're going to get soft, weak, and spacey. Literally, outer spacey. No, not Kevin Spacey. There. Just mentioning that name, that ought to get me put in some sort of social media mayhem. No. We are gifted with the interpretive power to translate distress into eustress by remembering to ask ourselves, is it true? Is it true that... And then, anticipate your answer. Is it true that I'm too pressured, too deadline, too determined to have time to relax and release the distress? To de-stress so I can experience you stress? Is it true that I am too, too busy? One person found out how, somehow, in the midst of earning a bronze star for heroism in their life, while receiving a Nobel Peace Prize for civilian service in their life, and while working to help to end a seemingly endless war, one man found out how, this man, Henry Kissinger,
understood the power of asking questions, questions that allowed you to hold two thoughts on any stressful subject, even when pressed from all sides. Kissinger said, the best time to relax is when you do not have any time for it, said Kissinger. Maybe SOS means more than just the original save our ships. Apparently SOS isn't only a powerless plea for assistance. SOS can be the reality of sanity overcoming stress. Simultaneously securing two perspectives on something for overcoming stress. But Jim, I don't have time to relax now. Why does it always seem like I'm too overly busy and under stress? I just don't have the time to relax now. Is that true? Now more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry page 154. Reality can be beaten with enough imagination. Mark Twain. And the guide's point of view on this? Notice Twain didn't say escaped or denied. Reality is only beaten by imagining an alternative, rejecting one reality and replacing it with one of your choosing. What do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided System, what have you learned lately that's new? What have you earned that wasn't just given to you? Where are you adding to the world above and beyond you? Now be grateful for all of that. Reflect on it. Respect it. And before you navigate somewhere next, please like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share and navigating your way to something new and next.